Well, good uh, good day to everyone listening, and I want to welcome uh, with uh, with me on this podcast, Mr. Paul Taylor. Uh, Mr. Taylor, welcome. Hey, thank you so much, man. How are you guys doing? We're great. We're great. great. Mr. Taylor great. is the leader of uh, in, uh, a journey that uh, we're referring to as RVA League for Safer Streets, and we're going to talk about that uh, today, uh, amongst other things. But first, uh, uh, Mr. Taylor, I wonder if you could uh, actually just tell us your story. Okay, well, where do I begin? All right, so as everyone knows, if you don't know, I'm a returning citizen. I've been home now about two and a half years from 23 years of incarceration. And I wanted to uh, come back out and help eradicate some of the social ills that once upon a time ago I helped create. You know, a lot of these kids out here, and you know, these, these young people were looking up to men like myself in the wrong way. So I just wanted to change the narrative. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, my co-founder, uh, Jawad Abdul, who passed away last July. Um, he was, he was, he was sorely missed in, in, in the communities as well as with RVA Leaf for Safer Streets because he was a big influence on a lot of the things that we do. But we have to carry on, carry on the mantra, carry on tradition, and to make him proud. Um, I guess I can say that, um, you know, I'm just a man that's out here, you know, under a, under a banner of redemption. You know, as I said before, uh, inside the prison, Jawad and I um, were thinking of ways that we can, you know, change the narrative inside of the communities that we that we are going back to. And we wanted to go back with a different mission. You know, we wanted to describe the relevance of the returning citizens, of course, but we just wanted to give back. Um, we've been on the side of wrong, and we found out that being on the side of right isn't so bad after all. So we created RVA Leaf for Safer Streets inside the prison. Jawad got out first, and he went to Chief Durham and knocked on the knocked on his off off on the chief's door. And and uh, and he'll tell you, out of his 30 years of law enforcement, he's never had a fella knock on his door and asking how can he help. And we presented our program to him, and he he loved it. And we've been running since 2017. Say a little more. Uh, I appreciate that. You you said you were in prison for 23 years. Why yeah. were you there? And how did this idea of RVA League for Safer Streets uh, happen to um, that you happened upon it while being incarcerated? All right. So I went to prison for a homicide. Um, I was a part of a homicide in Newport News, Virginia. Um, and something that uh, uh, I'll never forget, and, and I'll always be um, a part of why I do what I do. Um, uh, I've been on uh, both sides of the fence when it comes to um, uh, that. Um, my my own brother was was killed, and I, I I had to come to the scene and see him under a under a sheet and. Um, uh, to, and had to see my own family members cry. And the day that I went to court for my circumstances, the mother of the victim of my crime, his, she didn't sit behind the prosecutor, so she, she sat behind me. Mm. And I like to believe that she sat behind me because she wanted me to feel how she felt. And I had to hear her cry. And in my mind, all I can hear in those cries was, why, Paul? So why, Paul, is why I do what I do now. So I constantly, every speech and every time I go and speak in different arenas where people ask me to come and give a lecture or give a speak or any symposium, the very first thing that I do is ask them to say Julius Jaggedy. And I ask them to say it three times because that's the victim of my crime. And I ask them to remember, if they don't remember anything that I say today, they remember him because that's why I do it. I 
can never replace that life or never be able to give her back, you know, um, uh, her son. But I can do everything I possibly can to stop the next Paul Taylor and, and the next incident with another Julie Jaggedy from ever happening. So while on the inside, I noticed that Jawad shared the same sentiments because while inside, I facilitated all of the state mandated programs in the Virginia Department of Corrections for over five years. No one can do it better. Even some of the comprises of the material would come in just to see me do their do their curriculum and they were in, in awe of it. So we started to say, well, I said, well, you know what? One time my program manager said, I'd like you to come up with your own situation. I want you to come up with your own curriculum and, and, and start implementing it in the community. So I did, and that was called Sanity. Sanity was an acronym for standing against negative influence towards youth. I wanted to get the men prepared to go back in society and help our youth any way that they can. So Jawad was loving it. He jumped on board, and we used to do these seminars that were phenomenal. And then we said, well, we can transfer this to outside. So he said, well, how can we do it? I said, well, the shared value is basketball. You see, we knew that basketball would be the bait to get these kids inside the gym or get these young people inside the gym or the agitators that they describe inside of communities inside of a gym because they knew that they love ball. But the catch was if they did not do a workshop, then there would be no there would be no jump shot. So we concentrated our workshops on problem solving, critical thinking and conflict resolution. And that's how we, we put it together inside the prison. We started doing some things in there. And people was liking it. So Jawad got out first. He went and knocked on that door. And the rest is pretty much history. And we should, uh, we should, uh, and you may have mentioned that uh, this, that Jawad passed, uh, sadly, uh, almost a year ago now, I believe, from a yes, heart sir. attack. Yes, yes, in and, July of uh, your year. My uh, condolences to you and, and to his family. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm sure she'll be glad to hear that. So you all launched RVA um, League for Safer Streets then uh, around about 2017, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So tell yes, me, sir. tell me, uh, tell us how it works. Tell us oh, how you feel it's going and um, and where we go from here. But well, tell us how it works I, to start with. Okay, well, you know, the first thing, as I said before, you know, the first thing we had to do was find a way to get all of these neighborhoods that, you know, they consider to be high crime, high crime areas. And, you know, and, and, I'm, and I'm careful with when I say high crime areas, because if I look at a whole area that's considered a project, you know, the housing, the, the public housing areas, where they say that are high crime areas. And I look at over a thousand people that or two thousand people that may live there. It's not two thousand people that are committing crimes. Right. You know, so it's only a few. So we needed to get all of these different neighborhoods that have had civil wars amongst themselves for years. We had to find a way to get them all in the gym. As I said, we thought that basketball would be the shared value. So well, and, let me just let me pause you there. I want to. Yes, sir. You, you mentioned uh, something that I want to make sure we 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 uh, hone in on. When you said civil yes, wars, you, you're, you're talking about uh, effectively gang warfare. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, generational, generational of gang warfare that they that some of the kids don't even know the origin of it. Right. All they know is that they're not supposed to like that neighborhood, and that neighborhood knows that they're not supposed to not that neighborhood. But when we get them inside the gym, we make sure they understand that the same thing that's going on in per se Mosby Court is the same thing that's going on in Jackson Ward. Yeah. You guys have the same problems. So how do we get to the issues? So when we concentrate on these workshops, this is the biggest, the biggest, the meat of our program is these auto workshops where we can have these men in these different neighborhoods sitting in the benches together and they're understanding and they're asking questions. 
They want to know some things, too. What kind of workshops are we talking about? Okay, well, our, our workshops consist of critical thinking, problem solving, and conflict resolution. All things that I learned inside of the prison. So we like to say we're bringing prison to you guys so you don't have to go to prison to get it. So we're using these workshops and, and, and these conflict skills that, we, that, we've, that we've learned inside of cognitive communities inside of prison, and we're bringing them out here to make them relevant inside of society, and we're trying to change the narrative and how they think. We're attacking it from a cognitive approach with common sense, but we're speaking a language that they understand. See, everybody don't know the out, um, words with, with, with seven or eight, uh, uh, eight-letter words. They don't know, understand that, so we give it to them in a way that they understand by scenarios, role-playing, and the likes of that. We break it down in the simplest form so they can get it. And it's starting, to, it's, starting to, it's starting to pay off so much so that the Richmond Police Department has been an advocate uh, with us from, from day one. Uh, chief Durham, who is uh, now retired, and the new acting chief, Will Smith, Sergeant Carol Adams, has been, has been very influential in what we do. Um, in fact, the Richmond Police Department also has a basketball team inside of our league. And since 2017, well, since 2017, unfortunately for them, they only won two games. <laughs> <laughs> they get everybody's best because a lot of the kids in the neighborhood, so, you know, their, their call sign for the police in the neighborhood is 12. And they're like, man, I can't go back home and tell them we lost to 12. So the police department gets everyone's game, everyone's game. Now, the one game they did want went on their own, but the other one was special. And the reason was special because it was a time when they came in that, you know, you can go through Jackson Wall, you might see spray paint up there, F-12, mean like, you know, damn the police, in, in other right, words, right? Right, right? But this particular day, they was short of a couple players. And I seen a kid from Wickham Court and a kid from Mosby play on their team, and they won that game. Me and Jawah sort of looked at each other and was like, man, we got something for real, man, because that would have never happened if we did not have a controlled and safe environment where everybody felt safe. And also, when guys come from other parts of town to a neighborhood, because most of the time we shift in gyms, it depends on we can get a gym here or there. It may be in other people's territory. So when a guy from the south side comes to the north, we want to make sure they get there safe and they leave safe. And, it, and it's been that way, man, and we're real, really proud of that. So in these workshops, when you have the police department sitting in the same stand with guys that they want, they see in the neighborhoods, that, you know, it creates a different understanding. Like this particular roundabout that all the kids be hanging out at, you know, some, some things going on over there, we know. But when somebody calls and the police pulls up and they say, are you, hey, you guys are lottering? They say, you can't stand in front of here. And then one guy said, hey, man, F you. Then another guy says, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold on, officer, don't you play in the RVA league? So, yeah, I play in the RVA league. He said, man, you need to work on your jump shot instead of messing with us, and everybody laughs. Mm -hmm. But guess what? No one goes to jail or no one is shot. Mm -hmm. So yeah. these kids, so now you're building a relationship. Right. So you want to talk about community engagement. We believe that so much so. It's working so much so that the fire department also decided to get in the, get in the league. And unfortunately for the police department, they're the only team that they can be. <laughs> but the fact so, that they're there, community engagement, we're trying to change the narrative, not just in Virginia, but across the country, and showing that the concept of synergy can be real if we just put, together, put, the, put aside our differences and come together and understand that we have a lot more in common than we don't. So as I understand it, you have, uh, just for our listeners, we're talking about the city of Richmond, Virginia now. We're talking about teams that are made up of residents of public housing. And how many teams do you have in the league right now? 
Man, if we had, I could tell you this, um, Mr. Maurice, if we had uh, more space, more resources, and more time, man, we could probably have up to 20. Wow. So we have to, but we have to put a cap on it at about 20. So each year, each, I mean, it's about 12 to 14. Yep. And each time we have over, you know, close to 200 men that's in our basketball wow. league. Wow. You know, and they, black and brown. They all people. come to workshops first before they yes, can sir. practice, yes, before sir. Well, they can well, play. Well, we've, we've adopted a, work, an, a model from the Midnight Basketball League. My commissioner, Robert M., used to uh, be affiliated with the Midnight Basketball League, and his experiences definitely cannot be overshadowed, overlooked, because he's the glue to make things work inside of those gyms by giving, by having the, already having the experience. But we've adopted a model, no workshop, no jump shot. Yep. Meaning that if you don't get your workshop in, man, you're not getting on the court. That's just simple and plain, you know, and they accept the workshop. And and what's so beautiful about it is that at first we started just seeing, you know, the guys come in. But now they're so comfortable. Now they bring their, their girlfriends, they bring their kids. And, you know, everybody's in the stand. The kids are rooting for their dad while they're on the court. I remember one lady, we was outside, man, and she, she and I'm, I'm, I wasn't eavesdropping. I just happened to be out there too, Mr. Murray. So listen, just please don't think I was eavesdropping. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids were, there were two ladies out there talking. And she said, well, I'm about to go in here and watch my son play. I, I didn't get to, I didn't see him play while he was in high school. So I'm going in here to see him now. So I was curious about that. So I went and asked her, you know, um, why, why you couldn't see um, your son when he was in high school? And I kind of had a, I kind of had an idea. But she said, well, baby, I was on crack. So I ain't care no more. He was playing ball and uh -huh. I didn't care. Uh -huh. You know, I just cared about me. But now I have an opportunity to see him now. And that, that just like, man, it's just so many heartwarming stories, man. And then the little kids that come in and, and we have to, and I, and I definitely have to mention the Office of Community Wealth here in Richmond. Yep. A man by the name of Reggie Gordon used to run it, but it has then now transcended. Um, they, they supply training, jobs, education, all types of things that the men and community can come in and just sign up right there. They're there every night that we have the gym open. And, man, they, they've they been a godsend also, man, to keep these guys out of trouble and showing them that, you know, if you, if you be persistent in training, that you can get it. You know, so we just use it to our advantage, man, that, you know, the opportunity to get them inside of a space. Yep, yep. As I said before, to me, basketball, I can care less about the basketball. Right, I it's you. about developing people, and you know, and, got... the, and and although we need, although we, we are in dire need at times of funding, you know, to us, the currency, the currency is the people. You've got two things going on. You tell me uh, if I'm, if I'm reading this right, but. I was raised by my grandmother. My grandmother mm. had this saying. She would say to me, she would say, yeah, boy, she would say, education is the best teacher. But, mm. but only a <laughs> fool goes there for all of her lessons. <laughs> One of the things I think you, you're saying is, look, uh, we were in prison, right? And so mm -hmm. what we're trying to do now is two things. One, uh, uh, prevent folks from going to prison, and then secondly, uh, give folks who are reentering after incarceration a uh, a pathway to getting back into a productive life. Am I yes, am sir. I reading you right? Yes, sir. How's yes, it sir. work? You know? How's it going? How? What's your yes. sense of the impact of of this work on on both of those jobs? Well, you know, it, it also reminds me of an old Turkish proverb that said the best teacher is a bad example, meaning you learn from the mistakes of others as well as your very own. Yep. 
So we bring those mistakes of their very own as the education. Okay, have you seen this right here? If it, if it doesn't work, you know, and, and I always challenge them by saying, I say, if we, if, if we know uh, uh, that you can't break the law, then why do we keep running into it? <laughs> why do we keep running into it if we know we can't break the law? If you keep running into a wall, you know you're not going to run through that wall. Why do you keep running into it? So we try to challenge them with common sense. Education is definitely the big component in it. And we have different service providers that comes in and give them this understanding of it, too. But, you know, we place put the onus back on the people. You know, I'm, I'm so tired of, like, pointing fingers, you know, people like, well, the white man this or the white man that. Well, I understand. We understand what has happened. But if we are making, if some of our, our, our wounds are self-inflicted, then we have to turn around and turn the sword on ourselves. And your focus is on the behavior of black men, if I understand where your focus is. Are women involved in the league as well? Yes, or is it? yes definitely. Okay, have so it's, we have, it's uh, both. Though. You know, Sergeant Carol Adams, is a, are, she's a woman. Are they playing? Diff- are they playing? Well, she's, well, we had a couple on it. Now, this is funny. We had a couple uh, guys, teams, teams that had a couple women on their team and guys sort of, you know, laid off them a little bit until they started knocking them three pointers <laughs> down. <laughs> and then they figured and then they had one, to guard them then. Yeah, yeah, man. Then we have um, two women that are, that's on, a, um, well, maybe three at times, but one staple, she's kind of tall, look like she played ball so we're in college, man. You come in there with that, you come in there with that shot run, you will get it swatted <laughs> and everybody in the gym erupts after she swats a ball, yeah. you know. And then that's another thing that's so incredible. It's like sometimes like, you know, you know, you know sometimes we have a, we have a heart that you know, and it's just this is the heart of mankind. Sometimes we we you know we root for the underdog. Yeah, the sure. police department never wins. <laughs> so one time they get close to win, and I'm looking around and seeing the gym like, oh, and, and rooting, rooting for. for I'm like, oh, see, they don't even know that they're rooting for twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, know, you but, I tell but, you, the retired you know, the retired chief uh, said to me um, when I was at one of your. Uh, one yeah. of your games, he said, yeah. when the league is in session, crime yeah. and the public housing um, uh, and all of public housing in Richmond goes down. He yeah. was a re- firm believer in all aspects of what you were doing. But he also said, this is also great for the city of Richmond because crime is actually going down when the league is in session. And what he said to me was, my wish is for the league to be in session all year round. That's what I want. So tell me, wh- where do you go from here? You've got this, okay. you've got this, uh, what sounds like an effective crime reducing and also uh, helping folks transform their lives uh, enterprise uh, up and running, where do you go from here? Well, I, I also echo the sentiments of Chief Durham, and, and I tell you, man, you want to talk about a guy, man, that I uh, absolutely love. He was talking to a man that once upon a time ago, you know, was totally on the opposite side of the law. I felt like some of the kids in the community, because some of the, you know, the things that they see on television with, with law enforcement and the like, I felt like they felt like, you know, the hell with the police department. But here's a man, man, that I've grown to really have an understanding with and, uh, you know, that, that really wore his heart on his sleeve, although he had the badge on his chest, you know, and I, I echo his sentiments about those things. But unfortunately, you know, most of the time we're out of session, it, there are some things that go on. Like just last night, you know, we're out of session now. When, just last when night. is the league in session? 
Well, we're about to start back, God willing, next Tuesday. But I know sometimes gyms and, and spaces yep, you gotta get the space. have a problem. Right. You know, so that's and like a problem you, sometimes. Will you go through the summer or how? how oh, yes, how, definitely. Yeah. Def- the summer is, a, the summer is like the a must. Time, right? Yeah. That, yeah. that is like a must that right. we need to just don't even have a break. Right. You know, don't even have a break because it's a couple nights a week that we know where these guys are. Tell me, you know? tell me what you need to have the league in session all year. Oh, man. Well, of course, you know, of course, funding, you know, and we just need some people that actually, you know, uh, you know, to be, to be, just to be invested, you know, to really understand that, you know, you have some guys here, you know, a group of individuals that have come together and that are trying their best to do what they're supposed to do. And, and, and bear in mind that, you know, this is not an easy task for us. Not everyone in the neighborhood likes change. Yeah. We can, I could be here having this podcast with you tomorrow. The next person that has this podcast could be Prince or it could be Robert M. Because I could be killed. You know, and that's just the reality of the work. But like Prince always says, man, we cannot be afraid of the mission. And Prince, can't be afraid Prince of the is, mission. Prince is your partner here. Prince, yes, Prince, uh, Prince, is the, Prince is the workshop coordinator. Unfortunately, yep. he couldn't be here today because, you know, a kid that he that looks to, he looks to as like a son and that kid looked at him as a father um, um, uh, uh, unexpectedly passed away yesterday. Sorry so he's in that. he's back in the 757 doing with that. And I'll be on the highway um, after I get off the phone with you, actually, to go down and, and make some things happen, you know, you know, to take a look at some things and, you know, to do some comfort in myself. I'm, but, I'm you know, we just need to, to we just need to thank you, sir. We just so we just need we just need the resources, man, to be able to carry on, you know, and, you know, to really. Uh, enhance our mission, you know, to be able to do things even better than what we're able to do now. Because, you know, when you when you have, you know, a little here, nickels and dimes here to try to put some things together, you know, it may short something in another department. And, you know, we want to really focus on trying to change how these guys think. You know, it, it can be done because we've seen it. You know, we we've seen it. We bear witness to it, and we're really proud of some of the men um, that have that have, you know. Went on to some, some, some have went on to school. Some have got back in college through the, through the office of community. Well, some people have gotten, gotten their education further. Some have gotten jobs that enabled them to come back to the league. Well, if you don't come back to the league because you got a good job, right. <laughs> thank you. That's Bye. Adios. Right. <laughs> you know, because they're good riddance, you know, yeah. but they still pop back in. You know, even some of the kids that play ball that went to school that go to college now, they even pop back in during the summertime, you know, to check on and see what's going on, shoot the ball around, you know. Or oh, our championship game, and I was fortunate um, year for last to have uh, our homeboy in the seven five seven, Allen Iverson, come through, man. And uh-huh. they just, and you know, he was just like good for the community, man, because he showed them that we're human. And he, yeah, what you. makes any other person better than you? Why not you? Well, I'm, and I'm, for the women, and for the women that you talked about, yeah, we challenged them as well. You know, because those all oh, those jobs are better. When they understand and they guys are playing, I say, Hey, I go in there and, say, and talk to them. Hey, you got a job? Um, not yet. I say, Well look, you see that table over there? Go over to the office of the community, see what they have, they might can help. I said, Two two forms of income in your household is better than one, right? She's like, I know that's right and she gets up and walk on over to that table. You know? It's it's, so a it's just an opportunity. Story. You've got uh you've got law enforcement, you've got nonprofits like Lisk who are yes. involved. Uh, can I speak on list for a second? Absolutely. Well, you can man, always listen, speak on man, list. Man, I'm sitting in an office right now, man, because, um, as you know, I needed a landline to talk. And, you know, list always is like, man, man, a list, list is like that favorite coat. 
that you have, man, or that favorite old Kango hat or brim that you wear or that favorite pair of mittens or that that's that favorite Linus blanket that you got, man. This has been that for RVA Lee for Safer Streets, man, has not wavered. Now, we're so in appreciation of everything that you guys do, man. I pay attention to the website, not just for us, because we're not a selfish organization. What you do for guys and girls and families and communities all across the country, man, we're so proud to just be a part of saying that List is family to us or being involved in the List family. Man, we take great honor in that, man. And, and we, you know, a lot of our work, man, is, is, has been able to be done because of this. I'm sitting in the office where Shekinah used to be. She's she's oh, no longer are. here okay. now. And, and I'm just looking at the chair and then where I'm sitting on this side of the desk, man, looking at this empty chair, man. It's like, it's kind of sad, man, because she's a great person for us, man. And I just really appreciate her, man, you know? Yeah, I, I know what you're really appreciate what her, you're man. feeling. But I, I know you guys are going to find somebody just as good, so we, we I don't worry. We're going we to stay there with you, my friend. We... You're an inspiration to us. And so I, yes, I want to just thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, and I can promise you on behalf of Lisk, we're going to be right there with you. And we're going to do everything we can to help what you do get bigger and better. And so I'm grateful to you. Thanks for being with us today. You have a safe journey down to 757. I should have mentioned to you that's where I live. I'm a 757 yeah. man you know myself. I, you, know so. I, you know I know. I can, I can recognize it in your voice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I look forward to seeing you, my friend. And uh, Yes, sir. All the best to you, God willing. Thank you so much, man. Right, Love the care. list. All right, take care.